The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. That's the founder of ER Public Relations, Blackman Rockowitz Public Relations. As all my listeners know, we've been covering the doldrums of these recessionary times and talking to many, many different business people to weigh in, give us advice, tell us what to do, lawyers, doctors, shrinks, pretty much every category, and Everybody that knows my history knows that I was the chief marketing officer at Playboy Enterprises for 16 years, so I'm certainly no stranger to the adult entertainment industry. So I thought it would be very, very interesting to hear from two people who are in adult entertainment, um, and I, it's my pleasure to introduce to everybody Chris and Alana Evans. Welcome. Congrats. And I also have, I think I'm one of the first to congratulate them on the air um, for getting married very recently. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. It's very recent, isn't it? Uh, As recent as just a few days ago. On Sunday, we finally tied the knot. (laughs) Okay, well, we have an exclusive here. Maybe Entertainment Tonight can cover this later. I don't know. (laughs) I'm thrilled for you guys because I know you've been together for a while and took a lot of pride of being, you know, in being a couple in the industry together. You weren't shy about letting people know that, right? Definitely, definitely not. We've uh, we've always been really proud of the fact that we seem to have beat the uh, the porno couple odds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's um, you know what most people, what most civilians don't understand is that you know anybody in adult entertainment is really pretty much like anybody else, and you know really just trying to make a living <laughs> in an honest way. And the thing that gets me upset, and we could have a discussion about this, and then talk more about Royalty X. Um, is that people scorn porn, right? I mean, we all know it. We all have come across the people, the naysayers, the people who have, you know, ethical and moral problems with it. But look what happened on Wall Street. And is that okay? I uh, mean, <laughs> so the thing that I want to just say to the world is, is like, stop, stop being such hypocrites. I mean, you have Wall Street bankers that have robbed this country dry to the last penny because we were in, like, a depression, the worst depression since 1929. But people still could stay on their high horses and talk about moral values, about things that might not be comfortable for them. How do you both feel about that? Uh, Well, I personally learned a long time ago that uh, one should not judge anybody uh, based on, you know, what they do for a living. You know, uh, I mean, especially if there's nothing, like you said, it's not illegal, we're not hurting anybody. We're just uh, living a particular lifestyle that, in our opinion, is uh, is healthy and it's good. It's 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 good for people to have that outlet, that to be able to see that fantasy and and just you know hopefully leave it there. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, history has proven over and over again when you look at when you study ancient history um, and ancient civilization um, in the societies where there was entertainment, there was less violence. In the societies where entertainment, any kind of entertainment or, you know, release was prohibited, there was more violence. So um, it's something that makes a lot of academic sense. And, again, there's so many horrible things going on in the world today. I think people have to really weigh what they criticize before they become hypocrites. What's your point of view, Alana? 
You know, so much of entertainment in the past was based on violence. Uh, people have derived so much happiness from watching others in pain that, you know, it's so much better to derive happiness from watching people having pleasure. <laughs> I love that. That should be, you know what, at next year's AVN, that should be you on a poster with that message. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> Down with I, violence, I, I up with like, pleasure. I was like, I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to say that basically I feel that some things have changed, though, because I've noticed that lately porn actors actually get a better rap than daytime soap stars. No, no, I think they, and it's a good thing for that. They might be getting a better rap than the American Idol stars, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I think that's true. But let's, let's talk, uh, this show is really about you guys, and um, I've been... You know, aware of the fact that you've pioneered um, a business model that's very progressive and very much of a recession-busting model. And do you want to talk about what Royalty X Films is doing in terms of incenting new talent and great talent to join your camp? Well, basically, what we're trying to do is something that has carefully been tried in the past but hasn't really worked out. We opened up our profit sharing um, and are offering a royalty program to both male and female performers that are in our movies. We basically feel um, that there is so much money to be made that it is only fair to offer more of it to the performers. We do pay their standard rates as well as two different types of royalty fees on top of the money that they've already made. Um, we basically wanted to kind of install more of a Hollywood-type program and kind of help legitimize our business by sharing more of the incentives with the people that make the product work, which is the talent that perform in it. Yeah, and as far as, as, far as pricing goes, what we did for the uh, end user is we decided to sort of, again, break down the, break down the old... Situation. It's not thirty dollars a month to join a membership. It's not thirty-five dollars to get a DVD. It's five ninety-five to buy a movie and have unlimited access to that movie for a whole year. So we're basically trying to bring some form of compromise between those that are sort of killing the industry by giving porn away for free versus sort of the dinosaur age that's the DVD market, which is dropping off. So we just picked a nice low number that we thought would make everybody really happy. And we just want to make porn for the masses. <laughs> <laughs> porn for the masses and money for the people who participate in the classes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. <laughs> hey, you know, I, that's what I do for a living. I have to spit out promotional jargon. Really? It's really kind of pathetic. I'm like a big clown. <laughs> but, um, no, it's, it's very innovative. And I have any, everybody, everybody that's working has to think differently in these, in these soft economic times. Everybody. And, well, you know, it's... Um, I think that you're breaking through the clutter by coming up with a model, and I hope that the word gets out in a business story, perhaps, where if somebody's covering recession-busting methods, you know, that they talk to you, you know, Chris and Alana Evans and the newly married couple, and uh, promote well. Royalty X Films, and, um, you know, talk about what you're doing to... Um, help people cope through these dark times? Because the thing I think that we're all sick of is hearing people just saying it's going to the bottom over and over and over again without offering solutions. 
Yeah, and I've definitely felt where a lot of people are saying that, but I've noticed that a lot of people are actually utilizing this time to capitalize. You know, it's a good time to, uh, you know, buy things up cheaply or get involved in businesses. Uh, as a result of sitting down and brainstorming, what else could we do? We just launched a brand new affiliate program yesterday, which basically allows anybody, fans, people on the internet, uh, out, out of trying to get sales, we're like, hey, we need an army of sales reps. So we decided to launch a public program that actually allows end users to sign up through the website, royaltyx.com, and they can become affiliates. They get their own unique code, and now we're offering them a percentage of sales if, you know, they're selling our movies. So okay. keep, our fingers, keep our fingers crossed on that one. <laughs> no, it's very innovative, and, um, you know, it's, Great that you're doing that. I, you know, I was talking. You know, both know that I'm married to your attorney, David Adelman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, um, we'd be nowhere without him. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, exactly. It's um, so we're we're all married people. I mean, it's it's fine. We should go on a double date soon. But <laughs> you know, when wait, are you guys putting the girl in swinger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that's the first time I've been asked publicly on the air to do such a thing. I have <laughs> David has to say. Sorry. I think I think if the swinger includes a golf club, he might. Might be more apt to join. <laughs> hey, we're newlyweds. We're we're just getting used to this whole game. Oh no, exactly. I could see that. But um, one of the things that you're doing in this affiliate program is sort of the basic pay-per-view model that was used when the pay-per-view television model was first created, when cable was in its infancy stage of being on the cutting edge of technology. I mean, basically, what you're doing is you're sharing. You know, your profit sharing with people that are fans of your business. I mean, is that pretty much it in a nutshell? That's pretty much it. I mean, we decided to, since we wanted to be such a people-friendly country, we felt that <laughs> our country, company. I knew what you meant. A country, too. It's where you live, right? <laughs> such a, a people-friendly company that we wanted to basically open it up to others to see how many people we could involve in this project. No, oh, and so how does it, how many people have you had any kind of response yet? I know it's very early in the game. You know what? We already have signups. We already have people joining the affiliate program, so we were really happy to see it jump off to such a quick start. Oh, that's great. So you have Royalty X people really all over the place, all over the country, probably outside of the United States too, right? Uh, yeah, it's basically, it is a global program. I mean, it's the Internet. So uh, right now we've just started the affiliate program. We've launched it as a local thing just to try to do a beta test and make sure everything's functional before we go, like, on a big advertising blitz with it. Very, very smart. That's what everybody in the, in the web world should do. So that's great. It's been testing everything one step at a time, but the site is fully functional now. We've just upgraded it so it has, like, a new user management system because... Most of our customers are repeat customers. They'll buy one movie, and then they'll buy the next one. And pretty much since the site is new, we have three movies up available right now, and a lot of our customers have already bought all three of the movies. Well, that's so, excellent. Imagine when you get out of beta and you're ready to announce publicly. You'll have a lot more. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping. I mean, we started the affiliate program yesterday in like 4 or 5 in the afternoon, and by the time I went to bed, I already had four people signed up. So I'm excited to go after this interview and see how many more people I have. <laughs> no, no, I, I think that's fantastic. The And the programming is available 24-7, of course. 
Yeah, everything everything's available twenty four seven. I personally have to do some of the the kind of management for them when they first get involved, but after that, it's all automated. Oh, that's fantastic, and that's royaltyx.com? Yes, it is. Okay, we'll do a lot of that kind of plugging throughout the show, but right now we're going to have to take our first commercial break. I hope you guys are having fun. Stay tuned for the next segment, and we'll talk with more, more with Royalty X after this commercial break. Thank you. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. When you think about change in your life, do you think about yourself? How does that translate to growth in your business? The change we want to see in our business starts with ourselves as leaders and the impact we can make. Join host Linnea Hagen on a terrific journey that takes you from motivation to inspiration. Every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time, listen for Abundance Leadership right here on the Voice America Business Network. Abundance Leadership. Grow your business. Grow yourself. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. Hi, everybody. We're back with Chris and Alana Evans, who are here to talk about their recession-busting business <laughs> model for Royalty X Films. It's great to have you back. Now, Alana, it's, you know, it's funny. Before Chris and I actually figured out that we knew each other from Playboy, I, I passed you by at the Greenberg and Bass offices, and, um, you know, again, I, I didn't connect with Chris the first time you guys were in the office, but I remember just kind of seeing you. We made eye contact, and you have wonderful pink hair. Oh. 
I mean, is that is that kind of your trademark? You know what? Pink is probably, you know, let's face it, it's my favorite color. It's almost every color I wear. It's the color of my car. But I had to get rid of the pink hair and, and look somewhat professional now that I am the CEO of RoyaltyX.com. Are you kidding me? You had to go through the whole conservative thing now? So you had, like, an adult entertainment star makeover? I did, and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a, that, Yeah, you know, I always kind of try to think TV. Bussy self, but I miss the pink hair like you would not believe. <laughs> I would ima- so what color hair do you have now? It's blonde now. It's all pretty much blonde the whole way through, more more back to normal. But I keep threatening to just go back and do the entire head pink all over again. It was fun. Oh, uh, no, I would imagine. So, okay, so now you went from wearing, I mean, I, mean, I want to go through this fashion transition. You went from wearing sort of, you know, T-shirts and jeans with um, the pink hair, and now you have blonde hair and you're wearing an Armani suit? <laughs> A little half and half. You know, I've got the uh, the business suits and the, and the blouses, but I, I still do it up underneath with the corsets and the lacy panties. Okay, well, that's a good thing. Part of you has to feel very sexy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Otherwise, I feel a little lost. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's, it's, it's tough when people have to really give up wearing their fun clothes all the time. But when you're doing business, you do have to convey, you know, somewhat of a more conservative and serious image. Otherwise, people won't take you seriously when it comes to exchanging the money. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, where we have our offices at, the woman that runs the building, you know, would often look at me a little funny. And, and when we start appearing in the office, people knew that we were new. You know, here's this chick with the pink hair. Everybody looked at me. Oh, we know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it could have been any number of professions, really. I mean, you could have just been a funky hairdresser. You don't really know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, the breast perceive the hair, and that's usually what happens. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, the, so the question is this, and, um, you know, I'm going to go all over the place as long as we keep on talking about RoyaltyXFilms.com so more and more affiliates can contact you. Um, use this podcast well and wisely, guys, because when I send it to you, it's sort of, um, you know, a nice viral one-hour commercial for you guys, and I think that everybody that hears you talk are going to want to work with you, and that's a very, very good thing. But, um, you, know, in, you know, in this industry, it's, um, it, it's just, I don't know, I just, like, I keep on using the word hypocrite, but when I was working at Playboy Enterprises and, you know, God, I was a division president there, but I was, on, I was very visible because I was on the news every night making commentary and all of that kind of stuff. It's like people really were just kind of screwed up in the way that they judged against me. And, you know, I was really, you know, the one sitting behind the desk. I've seen everything, the full gamut. I know guys that are just packing DVDs in a warehouse that are catching uh, crap from home. So... Uh, People have to understand that it's commerce. You're right. They're just doing, you know, stacking, you know, inventory. And, you know, a person answering a phone or a person in the mailroom or, you know, it's kind of like if there's legitimate business out there, I think it should be celebrated and nobody should have to hide in the closet. I mean, if it's legitimate business and nobody's getting hurt, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? You have more violence, I think, going on in the in the hip hop industry today, as we recently learned this week from the horrible thing that happened with Chris Brown and Rihanna. 
Oh, right? those hip hoppers, they're such trouble. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's kind of like there's so much, there's so much violence around and so much greed around that I think people have to really change their tune. But um, Chris, let's talk about let's talk about how we work together. You were with Playboy Television. We have common friends from Play, Playboy Television. And were you? Do I remember correctly? Were you like the Helicam Man? Uh, I was actually uh, one of the hosts of uh, Naughty Amateur Home Videos, which was basically like the longest running uh, and most popular TV show on Playboy for for many seasons. I think they did like nine seasons. That's uh, a lot. It was myself, uh, Julia, Ann, and Inari Fox. We were all the hosts of the show. And I was just kind of like the uh, comic relief guy that always found himself in some, well, I definitely would say compromising positions on that show. That's hilarious. I I mean, again, I I vaguely remember it, but it's like sort of fuzzy. (laughs) But, um, you know, I I just, um, I vaguely remember it. Playboy Television was just one of the one of the businesses that I had to work on, but I was just involved in all of their businesses, so I was always, like, all over the place and, you know, running from Chicago to New York to back to L.A. to Eastern Europe to, I mean, Asia. I just, um, that's why everything is fuzzy for me back then. And I look at pictures because at that time, there wasn't, like, social networks where you could, like, upload your pictures and stuff like that. So I have them all kind of framed in my office on a wall. And there's a picture of me and Howard Stern hugging, and people are like, oh, my God. I mean, out of all the people I've met in my life, like, the really cool people are just really blown away that I knew Howard Stern that well that I got to be in a picture hugging him. <laughs> That's really cool. Hey, I was going to tell you something funny, because before you were talking about how people perceive certain things. Yeah. And I just think it's hilarious, because um, for some reason, the general public seems to think that um, everyone in porn is basically uh, having sex all day long. And uh, as such, I when I would work at a company, fans would actually call up and say, hey, is so-and-so there, like, asking for a porn star? And we're like, what, do you think they live here in the <laughs> building and they're all just in a warehouse on call waiting to do their scene? They do, because they, people don't have any kinds of, you know, they want, first of all, they want to keep their fantasy, all right? So part of that is is that it's so much easier for a person to, a fan, to think that everybody's just in one microcosm together and they just all live there, sort of like... <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> like, like, well, press up a button and then the tube arrives. And exactly. I mean, they have no idea that, you know, you guys have to do regular things like go to the bank and get your car washed <laughs> and go to the post office, maybe. Um, you know, pick up packages, go grocery shopping. You know, it's like you're a consumer and a regular person just like everybody else's. You're so right. I think that's why the Playboy Mansion works so well um, in perpetuating the Playboy fantasy because it is a place where people wanted to believe that everything was going on, you know, 24-7. Excuse me? Um, Chris, did you say something? No, I just I agree with you. It's very true, and the Playboy Mansion is a prime example of that. And I personally think right now there are people having sex right there, so I would like to maintain that. Well, I, I mean, they, you know what? Are they? I mean, you've been to the mansion, right, Chris? I, I have been there. I'm, I'm sure there's a notable supply of Viagra, so I'm sure it's going on. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, but what really happens is, honestly, is the action that goes on 
is really upstairs in the chambers. I mean, it doesn't really go on when you're, like, walking around the grotto. It doesn't really go on. I mean, it, you know, it's just like you see wait staff walking around and you see grounds people. The, the thing that I remember the most of going to the mansion every day is the grounds people that they had, the ground maintenance people. There were, like, 80 of them. <laughs> and they're all, like, all hot. No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> they're not. They're normal people. No, they're like the people who do your garden, okay? <laughs> there was like nothing. It was kind of, hey, Mario, buenos dias. <laughs> Absolutely. I found that all the different times that I've been to the mansion, it was uh, usually for some sort of a sponsored party. And, you know, I'm there in either a T-shirt or, or working for the company that's having the party. And all of the people in attendance are all expecting the same thing. They all expect for us to just get naked and break out into some huge, crazy party. And it doesn't usually happen, but, wow, the men just start getting tighter and tighter and tighter oh, around so you. Right. And you see their faces, and they get, like, stone. Oh, my God, because they're really expecting. They, they think they're going to get some. They all think they're going to get some. Those really uptight, nerdy business people really think they're going to get some. <laughs> yes, yes, and it's their adamant fantasy to make sure they get something at the Playboy Mansion. Otherwise, they didn't get what they came for, and they're upset. <laughs> no, believe me, I, I know the uptight face. I, I, we can make bobblehead dolls. With, you know, let's go into a new venture together. The, the people, mansion visitors that don't get laid bobblehead dolls. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, there were like some people that got really, really pissed off, and Okay, it was the minority, but I know the face, I know the look. It's like they come there and um, everybody's walking around with Johnny Walker Black T-shirts on and handing out Johnny Walker Black, you know, alcohol for samples. And, you know, maybe they get a tour of the mansion, maybe. Maybe. Um, but that was really I've kind of it. I've never been inside. I've never been inside. Every event I've ever been to was always outside and you maybe got to go into the game room if that was open, but other than that, you were not allowed in the house. Well, that was part of, you know, I have to say that it was kind of the mystique that they tried to keep for, a, you know, a while. It's like the house was always, always closed off. When you went into a party, you always went in through the back way. Um, right. You know, or maybe sometimes they would open the doors just to the lobby area and you would be able to go through. But, um, you know, yeah, no, they tried to keep that part closed on the most, you know, just to keep sort of the mystique and the privacy. Uh, we would all be picking up little knickknacks in the house and trying to take it home. <laughs> you would be sneaking in, getting Viagra samples, not to use, of course, but just to say, I got this Viagra from the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> um, no, I would use it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, well, look, there was plenty of it. It was just, like, there on display. I thought that that was, like, really one of the funniest things. He had, um, I think one year he had, there was a, it was his 80th birthday or his 75th birthday, and somebody gave him, like, a big jelly bean holder of... Love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, so it was right there. Well, listen, we have to take another commercial break. We'll be back and talk more about Royalty X Films, Chris and Alana Evans. It's so much fun to have you on the air. Stand by. We'll be right back in just a second. (laughs) 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788, and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back, we're back, we're back. We're having fun with Kiss and Alana Evans, Royalty X Films. We're talking about recession busting. We're talking about the mansion. We're talking about being regular people. We're having a lot of fun. I want to go back to talking about building the Royalty X business. And, Chris, you had... <laughs> Was that a sneeze? No, that's uh, Alana. Uh, uh, she's, she's choking on something now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is she Okay. 
Uh, she, she's just fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we don't want anybody, like, you know, passing out on my show, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. Just, no, no. Okay, all right. Take some water, Alana. Water. Drink slowly. <laughs> But um, I want to talk about more about affiliates. Listen, there's individuals that be- become affiliates, but there's also, you know, other adult entertainment businesses that become affiliates as well. Am I right? Yes, definitely. So we uh, there's, I mean, there's just different types of affiliate programs that are out there, and uh, obviously some of them are more successful than others. And as to follow our usual business model, you know, we are trying to do something that is economic makes sense for us as a company and for the end users. A lot of the other affiliate programs require a lot of startup money. So, of course, that wasn't really an option for us. So we oh, had no, to... Oh, uh, got it, got it. We, yeah, we kind of did like a build-your-own affiliate program. It was awesome. Well, I, no, I think that's, you know, that's a recession-busting model, and I'm glad you gave me that answer, too, because if you went, if you really were going after, you know, other adult entertainment Types of businesses, then the uh, the profit sharing would be less for you guys. <laughs> yeah, plus, look, we're, we're royaltyx.com is is like the new new thing on the block, and uh, you know we're in no way, shape, or form did we just start a mom and pop soda company and try to compete with Coca Cola. I mean, we're just not going to have the same marketing available to us. We're not going to have a lot of the same means, so we had to try to do something that, um, again, was a little different and, and doesn't really chase after the already successful models because, uh, you know, A, we feel that it's non-competitive and everyone else is kind of trying to do the same thing. So, Well, I mean, it's porn for the people by the people. That's right. I mean, uh, it's, um, you know, that's a T-shirt, right? I mean, it is, but definitely. literally, you know, but let's, again, look at this from a business standpoint, okay? I mean, you know, this is a way people to make money. They can't get a job, right? So if they happen to be adult entertainment fans, why not monetize that? Yeah, I mean, even if you're not a fan, as we make it well aware, you know, in our affiliate program that, you know, as long as you're over 18 and you don't care about, you know, selling adult content, you this, this could take you 10 to 15 minutes a day sitting at home on your computer, and you may already be on your computer looking for work anyway. So why not blast out a few emails or message on your blogs and you know see if it turns into some money? Yeah, no, that's true. There's a, I'm sure that there's an administrative, um, you know, clearance that you have to do to ensure that people who are engaging in this with you are over 18. I remember when I was over at the West Coast PR firm that I worked at for a little while. I worked with Stickham. Are you guys familiar with Stickham? Uh, no. All right. Well, Stickham is pretty much. Um, you know, interactive um, communication for um, with cameras. You know, sort of like with cams, computer cams, and um, some of you know some of the elements may have been you know adult programming oriented. So there was a teenage chat room where there was no adult availability whatsoever. Okay, but then there was the area where. There was some access to adult stuff, and um, there was a, a very important process in terms of making sure that the people who signed up were 18. Yeah, basically right now, um, in order to participate in the affiliate program, you have to have a Social Security number, a tax ID number, and a bank account in order to cash your checks. So, uh, you know, that being part of the initial setup, it does help weed out a lot of people that basically 
aren't even old enough to have those things yet. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, that's another thing. I mean, you know, people, when I talked about the hypocrites out there, you know, again, adult entertainment, you know, people go into their own little definitions, confined definitions of what it is, and then they all say, you know, you're making it accessible to children, you're ruining your children. I mean, who's making it accessible to children? And where are the children's parents? Yeah, you know, it's always the naysayers that are the biggest problem because, yeah, I through my own personal experience, and I'll just throw it out there, uh, because Alana and I do have kids, we have always been very, very protective of, you know, making sure that there's nothing... You come over to our house and you really can't tell what we do for a living because we just don't, you know, we don't throw it in your face like that. Um, but through no fault of my own, the way that my kids learn most of uh, what we do is because other people told them out of, like, spite for us and or, you know, because, uh, let's just say it, my ex-wife basically just threw my name through the mud all over court and then that's how my kids actually learn, you know, anything about what I did. So, again, through no fault of my own, you know, the world and their their judgment ended up letting my kids know a lot about who I am, which is fine now. I mean, they're grown up and they've dealt with it, but it's always those that are out there pointing fingers that are actually causing the most damage. Well, that's exactly right. It's not the, it's not the talent, okay? I'm sure that, you know, as you said, you have very high moral values in terms of the way that you bring up children. I mean, in being malicious to you, they really, you know, your ex really hurt your children. And, you know, that's a horrible thing. I mean, it's just a horrible thing. But what I find is, and, you know, one of the things that I used to do at Playboy when I told you I kind of did everything, I was the president of the modeling agency. So I had to deal a lot with what, you know, the Playmates had to face day in and day out because... You know, because they took their clothes off and got naked for Playboy. And some of them did a little bit more by, you know, doing video for Playboy TV. And, you know, they were, you know, they were so careful. The ones who had kids were so protective and, you know, really caring about their kids. But what would they get? Like, how dare they bring kids into this world when they do that for a living? You know, and again, that's where the hypocrites come in, and I hated those people. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's no... There's no real cause for anybody to say, I'm better than you because I do this or that. It's just ridiculous. And and if anything, through these changing times, and we can see, you know, through a change in the government, I mean, I think people are really ready to, to open their minds up and, and leave a lot of these old stereotypes behind. You know, I think racism is, is starting to fall, fall off again, which is really good. So Obama... Uh, Yay! Yeah, exactly. I, I really, I've, I really feel a difference, and I, I feel like some of the things that even as early as the '80s are just like so antiquated now. You know, some of those thought processes. It's like I don't want to judge anybody for doing anything in order to survive. I mean, you know, like we said, you know, aside from things that are wrong or hurt people, there's no reason to condemn a hardworking exotic dancer who's just doing what she can do to put money on the table for her kids. Well, I, I agree, and I, I always thought that there should be a movement um, that, you know, really was very loud and protective and, you know, sort of giving these people a break, you know. I, I really, really do. I, everybody is trying to make money today. And, yeah. you know, even if, um, you know, let's say there's a woman in her 50s that just got laid off from a job that, you know, really helped her be able to pay her mortgage or her car lease, 
And let's say there's an opportunity for this 50-year-old woman, you know, to have an administrative position in, you know, or a business position in an adult entertainment company. Should she have to think twice about that when she has to, like, when she's got bills to pay and she was used to having a paycheck and she doesn't have it anymore? I mean... Thanks to the market right now, a 50-year-old woman wouldn't have to get an administrative job in porn. She could actually do scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, and they could be a part of the royalty program, too. Right. I mean, I'm finding myself. <laughs> years ago, I would be competing with girls that were 18 to 22 years old. I am competing with women that are 15 to 20 years older than I am. I don't exactly fit into this whole MILF market because I still look too young, yet I'm the full-on mom you're with a MILF. kid in high school. It's, it's not, oh, God, you're a MILF, but people aren't taking you seriously because you look too young. I love it. I love it because when the high school football team found out my son's mom was a porn star, boy, did we hear that. <laughs> I am. No, I'm absolutely sure. I'm absolutely sure of that. <laughs> but um, oh, that's interesting, so, um, you know. Now, now you could start recruiting, you know, 40 to 50-year-old men and women who really need to make money. Absolutely. They're all beating down my door, but they are complaining that my Pick'em Young series focuses on people way too young, so I need to up the ante a little bit. I think that it's an interesting experiment to think about an ad on Craigslist or something like that just for the hoot of it to see how many regular people respond because it would really tell those hypocrites <laughs> like, hey, be careful what you're criticizing because you might just be right in it. <laughs> Absolutely. I, Chris and I have watched uh, television interviews with some of the top Christian evangelists, and they will say that their lives are uh, very happy because they are so sexually enriched with their partners. And it's ironic to hear someone talk about how wonderful sex is in their life between themselves and their spouses, but sex on the average for other people is more of a in. It's kind of a strange thing to me. Well, I mean, there's some evangelists that I that probably aren't as open about their relationship as others. But you're right. I mean, having thinking about sex as sinful is one of the very things that are wrong with the Catholic religion. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's a very good point. Things probably would be a little bit more normal if sex was accepted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's really true. It's a natural, let's face it, people, it's a natural function in life. I mean, you know, people, you know, have to take showers, they have to go to the bathroom, and they have to have sex. I mean, <laughs> let's just put it in its right perspective, right? Well, I personally believe that if we don't release the hormones, it causes us to be more frigid, frustrated people. I think you're right. Well, listen, we're going to have to take one last commercial break, then we're going to come back for your last segment, so we're going to make it a really good one. Please stand by for more with Kristen Alana Evans with Royalty. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rock and Roll Productions, we do everything. 
except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com, or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakn-rollentertainment.com. Listen up. Concede Magazine is now on the air, live, and on demand on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Hosted by Kim Hahn, founder of Conceive Magazine. Conceive On Air offers comfort and emotional support to women contemplating starting or expanding their family by consulting noted professional experts and by sharing the insights and experiences of others. Kim wants to share her experiences to educate and empower women. Conceive On Air is the only complete resource destination that inspires and informs future moms about their fertility on the journey to parenthood. Conceive On Air with Kim Hahn, celebrating the creation of families. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Hey guys, my, my program director and engineers have promised me that they're going to change Rack and Roll Entertainment to be our public relations, Blackman Rackowitz Public Relations. I know it's a mouthful, but everybody has to know. Finally, I think next week we'll have our new promos, and um, I really want to thank Motivox and Voice America for those. Welcome back to Chris and Alana Evans. Are you having fun, guys? We are having a blast. Mr. Evans actually had to just go run and take one of those little kids to school. So now you get me. Oh, I have you solo? <laughs> that's fantastic. Solo, but sometimes Good, I like it like that. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. It's, um, you know, girl time together, right? So, Alana, how did you, you know, how did you come to being in this business? Wow. Um, I have actually been in the adult business now for 10 years. Uh, my ex-husband and I were swingers, uh, very open. He was actually a police officer who got hurt on the job. We found we ended up having a lot of time at home. And because we were so open, you know, I really don't know necessarily where it came from. One day we just started talking about it. And before I knew it, we were working our way into Los Angeles to uh, find my way into movies, found an agent, and started doing scenes right away. Wow. So, okay, that's really, that, that is kind of ironic and funny, though, that it was a police officer, right? 
Well, the best thing is because, you know, I was with a cop for so long, I know the whole cop mentality. I can usually pick them out pretty well. And uh, my my ex-husband, while he was an officer at the uh, Oakland Police Department, one of his, I think it was a sergeant, his daughter ended up posing in Playboy. And they gave him a ton of heat, posted magazines all over his office just to kind of tease him. So when I, you know, ended up in the business and my ex had gotten hurt and he left the department, I find myself at the AEE show standing talking to some men. And, you know, just the way they held themselves, I asked if they were police and they said they were. Come to find out. They worked at the Oakland Police Department. They knew who my ex was, who my ex husband was. So, I made sure to give them some titles he'd appeared in. Oh, that's fun! <laughs> so that they could go back and just kind of show everyone what he's been up to since he's left the force. So, oh my God, that's hilarious! You could have really awesome. brought that to police conventions, never mind porn <laughs> conventions, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, listen, I, I got to say, at least you figured out how to do something constructive. He was injured. He couldn't be on the force anymore, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, he uh, was hurt too badly. So, uh, you're like, you know what? We're, we're doing great with this. We might as well, like, kind of get some cash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. what the hell? I mean, he- he hated it because it allowed me to make enough money to leave. Then I could take care of myself and, and be this strong, independent person that I've always been. Porn was really an enabler for me to be my own person, to kind of take my life and move forward. I'm not a troublemaker, things like that. So it didn't send me into a bad direction. It sent me into a very good direction. Oh, I, and I, and I, well, listen, I've seen a lot of positive things happen for people who are in the industry. And, um, you know, being in the industry, you get to really meet people, hang out with people, be friends with people. I've had, you know, you know, so many people from Playboy who have posed in Playmates, like, stay over my house. They came to David's in my wedding. Um, I mean, you know, and, you know, they're really, really great people. I think that the key, Alana, is, and you'll you'll find this, you're savvy. I could tell that you have a lot of great business knowledge is eventually um, you're probably going to want to transition to be from one side of the camera to another. And, I, you know, that's what, what worked really, really well for Jenna Jameson. Absolutely, absolutely. She did so well. And then off, off of herself, uh, Club Jenna 2 Playboy, what a huge score for her. She gets to go on and have a whole new life being a mom and a wife. And I'm really excited for her to watch her be able to kind of close one chapter in her life and have achieved so much from it. Because, you know, for those of us that know the story, Jenna's life, hasn't always been easy for her. She didn't really have a mom like I did, and I think that it kind of takes women that have had some form of tragedy in their life to really understand how important life is to be able to make better choices for ourselves to move forward and, and, and be able to do positive things. No, I, I think that's really, really true, but, but I think that I'm really, really glad that you admire her model because the thing, I've watched her for a long time, you know, through the veneer of Playboy, you know, so I, I was in the business watching a success story. And the thing that Jenna did is she really took hold of the reins of her business. She really kind of hired the right people around her. She was surrounded by the right people in her family. And she really, she's doing what you and Chris are doing now. I mean, she really 
focused on how can I make this profitable, how can I how can I transition to being the leader in this business rather than the talent in this business? Right. And um, she did a fantastic job in figuring out some of the earlier licensing models that became very profitable for adult entertainment. You know, everything from, you know, Jenna Dolls to, you know, right. Jenna, you know Jenna DVDs to Jenna T-shirts to, you know, making herself into this household name that symbolized for women empowerment. Absolutely. I mean, Jenna even had her, at one point I think she even had her own long-distance service. There was a Jenna Jameson poker website. (laughs) No, I mean, she really, she took the licensing business model and made it really work for herself really well. So whenever I'm talking to somebody like you and, you know, you're you're very, very bright and you have um, really great perspective, and I know that you're very, very excited about Royalty X films and its affiliate program, it's like, how do you really monetize that now so that you can, now, again, I'm being very careful. I don't want to let your fans down. I mean, you know, (laughs) I know that you're going to find a way to keep them happy somehow or another, but you want to have some of your time really devoted to the business side of things so you could grow it. Absolutely. It's funny for me because this is this is a new avenue for me as a performer. I've always been the girl, you know, sitting on set, doing what I'm told, and now that I'm the person telling uh, other people what to do, I think I really have so much more respect for that job and respect for the people that are doing their job for me. I'm all about, you know, just as, as good as I am to my talent, as good as I am to my customers, the day that we're shooting, the day that we're on set, it's so important for me to make sure that everyone is comfortable, that everyone's happy, that there is no stress. I actually had a makeup artist give one of my top stars. Now, this was a girl I was paying the most amount of money to for her scene because her name was just that big. And the makeup artist gave her a little bit of grief for being late. Now, I hadn't even noticed, nor did I care. And if it's not coming from me, it shouldn't have been said. And I actually fired the makeup artist for doing that. Well, there you go. You go, girl. Now yeah, you're, you're, you're maintaining your power. But, again, I, you know, I really wish you luck in going into that direction. Yeah. I've always been very, very supportive of women and women who want to do well in business. So I congratulate you. You know, another great um, – we, we have to finish up the show soon – but another great role model, I think, in the adult entertainment industry is Seuss Randall. You're familiar with Seuss, right? Absolutely. She is incredible because she's not only the woman in charge, she is the artist. She is the person with her hands on it creating some of the most amazing images I've ever seen. Oh, exactly. And, you know, she used to say, like, look, this is hard work. This is really hard work. I have to be like a gymnast rolling around, you know, with my camera. <laughs> um, it's true. But, you know, so I want to put you in that category of now, you know, being the talent, yes. So fans, don't be distraught, but transitioning into doing more of the business stuff to keep Royalty X films alive and profitable and great. I wish you and Chris the best of luck and the Largest congratulations for your nuptials. I'm glad that I got to announce it publicly on the show. And um, really, it's been a pleasure having you. And we will go on a double date. But the swinging might be left for golf. How's that? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, Chris is back? He is back. He just returned. Just in time. All right. Well, listen, we're signing off, Chris. I I was thanking you both. It was been a pleasure. And everybody tune in to royaltytech.com. Chris Alana. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. We'll see you next week.